Uh, do you think you think my socks are too big? What socks are you wearing? No, not like today. Just in general, do you think the socks that I wear are are too big? Um. Wait, we're live. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. And this week we have not a glass of water. Um, I'm I'm ashamed to say. But we do have a glass of a nondescript energy drink, um, of which the first ingredient is, and let me read this out so I can get it right. We're getting this live. Oh, yeah. I have it. Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, uh, the first ingredient is carbonated filtered water now i do feel a little bad that we've given up on the entire conceit of the podcast on episode two i i disagree i think this is uh i think this is perfectly in line with our uh with our goals here this 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 is really mostly i despite its intensely yellow color this Uh is in fact mostly water well most things are I wouldn't. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But we are. So I could drink you. Next, yeah. Next, you could say you're going to be biting me and calling that a glass of water. Let's review. get. Let's get down to business. We got to okay. test this. I would. I, I want to talk about time. more about what happened today after this, but first we'll test the water. Okay. It's. This is also illegal, so I'm. I'm nervous. Oh, that's bad. Jesus Christ. You don't like it. It tastes like, like fluoride toothpaste that it tastes like something they would put in my mouth at the dentist to numb it before they give me a shot i can i definitely taste that but i don't i don't i don't mind it <laughs> yeah you taste dentist numbing juice yeah well yeah. i i like the you know it gives you a certain feeling that you know might be pleasurable to some to some people maybe to some i don't know i'm you know i'm excited to go back to plain water because this isn't for me this isn't what All i right. want well this, this was i guess this was a little test for the podcast yeah. <laughs> um, see if we could uh, cover some new territory that we haven't covered uh, before. Yeah. Let me get deeper into how bad that is. <laughs> okay. Um, go, go ahead. I, f- I feel a little bad because I think you're going to drink more of this after, and I don't want you to f- feel like you're, like your choices are bad. But that sickens me. It sickens you? It. Uh, no. I mean, listen, I am going to give it, uh, you, know, you know, everyone knows our classic scale. I am going to give it one thirsty point. Just a single thirsty point. That's bad water. But like, as we established, you know, if I were dying of thirst, I would still drink. What's the What's the brand name of this quote unquote water? Um, is it cellar water? <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah, it's called cellar water energy. Um, wow, that's a weird. They find it in cellars in the in Midwestern United States. Oh, I like that. It's kind of uh, it's local to somewhere. <laughs> not to here, not to where we are, no, but, but to somewhere. It's nice that someone could be drinking it locally. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, if you're in living in the Midwest, you just go down to your cellar and drink some of your water. Yeah. You don't oh, you don't. Even, that's true. It doesn't. It's free there. Yeah. Which is kind of nice too. They kind of give free water to underprivileged homes uh, by just taking the water they already had and selling it to the rest of us. Well, let's move on to the first topic of today. You didn't give it a thirsty point. Oh yeah, I have to give it a rating. Yeah. Um, uh, I rate. Uh, well, I I like this. Like I enjoy this. Like I drink okay. this willingly. I go out and I purchase the cellar water. Mm. Um, so you've done this before. Yeah. Okay. Many many times, and this has two hundred milligrams of caffeine. Um, 
feels like a, a decent bit. It's a decent bit. Yeah. It gets it gets the blood pumping, gets my veins working, uh, makes my muscles clench up and hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I today had a, a water bottle of Red Bull that I've been carrying around because I uh, this morning I, I didn't want to drink coffee and... I I had a can of Red Bull and I was like I don't really want to carry a can to class so I put put it in my water bottle, um, and uh, that did a couple things for me. One, it made it feel much more sinister. Drinking Red Bull felt like I was doing something wrong every time I took a sip, mm. and I was worried people would be able to see the color of the liquid as it kind of went from the bottle into my lips and notice it wasn't water and be like, what the hell is that person drinking? Um, it looks a little bit like piss, but I wasn't particularly yeah. concerned someone would think I was drinking piss. But then also, like, when I poured it in, all of the all of the fizz got out, and now it's very flat, mm. which makes it a, a flat Red Bull is an evil drink. Really? Yeah, it makes it just like weird, scary juice that increases my heart rate and makes me feel like some someone's behind me all the time. Um, and when it's carbonated in a can, it just doesn't have that effect. I wouldn't recommend doing that. I made a mistake. Does does Red Bull sell like they don't sell like plastic bottles of uh their liquid product, do they? I don't know. I hope not. Well, maybe I mean maybe them being bottled at the Red Bull plant where we're mm. we're we're recording there next week. Um <laughs> maybe them being bottled there would would help with the with the evil issue. Right. It's, I can't remember if you gave it a thirsty point. I still oh, don't think oh, you did. Oh, 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 I'm giving this thing seven out of five. You can't do that. Yes, I you can. You can't ruin the scale. All, we, first, we ruin what the whole thing is, what the whole podcast is. We mess it up, and then you're going to try to mess with our scale, our perfect, beautiful scale? Uh, I'm, well, I'm not trying to ruin the scale. I'm saying that this is so good that it breaks the scale. What okay? if we have to drink the blood of Christ at some point, and you're like... You're like, oh, I got to go all the way to an eight out of five. It's just like, you can't start that high. It can be a five if you want. I, I think like five is fine, but you're going to go to, you're going to go to a seven thirsty points. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You know, on second consideration, mm -hmm. on second consideration, I think that this isn't a seven out of five. Okay. That's good. If I you think go this... higher, I'm leaving. I think this is an 11 out of 5. Uh, that's uh, good night, folks. And Lily has left the studio. I'm going to break. I'm going to break something. Oh, God. I'm walking away. I'm further away. I'm going to break something. Oh, God. I see her out there. She's turning over books. She's pouring water on poor students' essays that they're writing on paper for some reason. I accidentally did it, too. Um... What president did you say went to our university? I think it was James K. Polk. I accidentally poured water on James K. Polk's head. and <laughs> No. Now the Secret Service are after me, so I came back. Wow. How yeah. could you desecrate the grave of James K. Polk like that? No, not a grave. It's sort of a walking skeleton is out there. It's <laughs> what's going on outside that door. Uh, we're, we're in the podcast studio in, our, in our, our university library, by the way. I don't think we said that, so that was a weird oh, bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, James K. Polk's here. He's a skeleton. He's scaring students. Kind of a Halloween event. 
here in uh, February <laughs> or in January. Thank you, James K. Polk, for entertaining students like this. Uh, you really don't have to do this. You could just be chilling up there in heaven, uh, but you choose not to, and that's why we love you so much, Mr. Polk. Hey, I'm you, Mr. sorry, Polk. Mr. President. Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. Polk, President. Okay. Now you're smashing things. What? You're smashing things. No. So you're going to hear that out there and kick us out. Polk's um, coming. I see him out there. He's staring oh in. Polk, no, please don't do it, sir. I think we're making eye contact, but I, but I can't tell because it's just two sockets. It, yeah, that's, 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 that's what's so damn mysterious about him is he, he's, a, he's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, James K. Polk always was. He, he was a man of, uh, with many layers, um, mm. yes. with many, many unanswered questions about his life. But I would say that... Yes, the most mysterious thing about him is that he is a skeleton. Yeah, we've reached the final final layer, as it were. Yeah, um, we found what's in what was inside James K. Polk all along, and it's a it's two hundred six bones, baby. Yeah, skeleton Polk. I didn't even know we had a president named that. You could have made that up. Maybe I did. Oh my God, who's who's that skeleton? Oh no! Oh God, we gotta get everyone out of here. <laughs> if James K. Polk wasn't a real U.S. president, then who's that walking pile of bones? Um, I don't even know if it was Polk that went to this school. I might just be wrong about that. And in that case, what's he doing here? <laughs> Go to your own university, Polk. Come on. Well, I would invite uh, him. I would invite him here. I would allow him. Oh, I dropped my. I feel like I'm on Rogan. I, is this is this what it's like on Rogan? I don't know. I've never listened to Rogan. Neither have I. Um, do do I look like Rogan? Is that what you're saying? No, I think I'm. I feel like I'm Rogan. Oh, and I'm I'm your guest. Yeah, and I I feel like he'll just be like, so so what what's going on with you? And then the guest will be like, uh, my son was killed by the vaccine, and then he's like, uh huh, okay, right, right, yeah. Um, my mom actually. Uh, fell down a big ravine mm. in uh, Midwestern Ohio recently. Hey, Mike, can we get a fact check on Ohio? That that a place never heard of Ohio? Oh well, yeah, Ohio's a state, Joe. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about that. And then my dad, um, he was climbing down the ravine to try and. Save my mom. Hey, Mike, can we get a fact check? Does this guy have a dad? <laughs> He's just actively <laughs> undermining what his guest says at every, at every turn. Uh, yeah, we're not finding a dad here. Get the fuck out of my show. Get I'm out. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I get out. I'm get sorry. Out I'm really sorry. Fuck off. I'm bro. so sorry. You, Please forgive me, Joe. Please. You've upset the Joe Squad. <laughs> I've always wanted to. No, not the Joe Squad. I was part of the Joe Squad. <laughs> Joe Squad's coming for you, baby. You better lock your doors. <laughs> yeah, you better run. So last Tuesday, my professor stands up in front of the class, big, like 200-person lecture hall, mm -hmm. and he says, uh, all right, everybody, you're going to have a quiz eventually. He doesn't specify when the quiz is. Um, and he draws a very, very rough... Uh, a map of the Near East and the Middle East and some of the Far East. What is, is the Near East like 
Spain? Picture, uh, no, but Spain was on there. Is is it? So really, this is like Europe. Near to where? Near to me? <laughs> what did he say? Oh, this is uh, this is this is from the Lily reference point. <laughs> that's what he said. Actually, wow, yeah. that's crazy. He put your picture up on the board, and uh-huh. then he walked over like ten feet to the right. Yeah, and then he drew the map. Uh, and he was like, "This is too scale. How far away this is?" Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, that's crazy. Um, but I needed to memorize that because I had a quiz, right? Yeah. Then I get then for for reasons which I don't need to go into. I was late to class on Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So on Friday, I walk into my recitation, which is like the big class but smaller. Yeah. And they the guy says to me. Well, he says it to everyone in the class, but he also, he was looking at me directly, which was a little weird. Oh, geez. He says, get out a piece of paper and draw me a map. <laughs> so I had to, and I was completely unprepared for this. I had not uh, looked at uh, a map of the near middle and far east um, in, uh, since, since Tuesday, since my professor drew it. Really could incorporate the whole world if you wanted it to. That's true. Everything's in the near, middle, and far east of somewhere. That's a good point. It's a good point. This is like the Black the Black Sea. See, I don't know. I don't even know where in the world this is. Um, um, the Black Sea feels right to me. That's in the Middle East. It's around that area. Yeah, and like the Mediterranean. And I think Crete, yeah. the island of Crete was on there. Okay. Um, it's a fun place. Uh, you been there? No, but my uncle, um, he visits sometimes. Oh. Uh. That's not true. I made that up. <laughs> oh. He likes to go and uh, play with the Minotaur. Is that where that took, where that went down? Maybe. Is that where the Minotaur? That's went where down? the Minotaur is now. So. Oh, that's where they keep him these days. Yeah. Oh. Point is, I uh, I switched up Turkey, not Turkey. Actually, I got I got Turkey right. I put Turkey in the right that's place. That's a tough one. That's a toughie. I know. Good job. But I mixed up Italy and Greece. See, I think even I could have gotten those ones. Really? I don't. I definitely wouldn't have gotten Turkey. That's a toughie right there. But I, I do believe I'd know where, where Italy is. Maybe not Greece. I could get Italy right. Well, the problem is, do you know where Italy is in reference to Greece? Uh, which side it's on? Was it shaped like Italy? Well, yeah. It had. It was the foot. I just didn't. I, I mixed up. I put that. I put Italy. I put the boot. On Greece. I don't understand this assignment. Neither did I. Okay. Maybe it's maybe that's the the issue. I what what I'm imagining is they give you a map without the country names and then you wrote Greece on the Italy boot. No, I had to ooh. Which I, I I know you wouldn't do. So I just wanna understand. No, I had to dr- I had to draw the map. I had to actually oh draw it. Oh my god! Never I, yeah, mind. I take it all back. Yeah, and I completely just reshaped the in- the entire world. And then that's what those massive quakes were in Europe <laughs> last week. Yeah, sorry guys, oh that my was gosh. me. They gave you like a little voodoo map, like a voodoo doll. Yeah, is that what they're? Yeah, those lo- the voodoo dolls where you stab someone and they feel it, but it was the freaking globe. I think if I had to reshape the world. I would put England like more towards the equator. Mm-hmm. I would put so, England on the moon. <laughs> whoa! Holy shit! Hard to hard to have a empire that uh, in the sun when you're on the moon. 
Yeah. Get out of here. Let's, what, how would you genuinely reshape the world? Should I wait? I'll wait until you stop eating a chicken nugget to ask. I'm putting the Caribbean right next to me first. Like right next to here? Yeah, Our like directly, location. Yeah, you, directly add, next to us. I presume you're doing that because of like island vacations. So you want to add some water. Or is this because something else happening in the Caribbean? No, this is yeah, I want I want vacations whenever. Okay, so you're gonna bring a big old body of water, plop it right next to uh, uh, interior North Carolina. Yeah. I guess actually I'm just I'm just gonna put it right in the center of the US. That way it's sort of for everyone, you know? Okay, that's, we can that's get nice. rid of like Kansas. Yeah. Put a big like water moat there. Uh -huh. And then the Caribbean right in the center. Nice. Um and then Canada is going uh Canada is going where China is. Okay, where's China gonna go? Um where China is going where Africa is. Okay, is it going to be, are any of these going to be kind of stretched or stretched out or shrunk down to kind of fit in the previous land masses? No, no, no. This this is all, it's all a hodgepodge. Okay, so we're, we'll um, just have, will China be kind of in the middle, the center of mass of Africa right now, and then we'll build a big bridge to cross all that excess water I believe we're going to be left with? Yeah, we're building a giant bridge, Okay, a giant suspension bridge between China, which is now where Africa is, mm. uh, and Mexico, which is where oh. Europe is now. Wait, oh, hang on. Okay, so it's, we have, uh, okay, we have China, where Africa is, Europe's been replaced by Mexico. Where are Africa and Europe? Africa and Europe. Uh, are going to be subsurface. They're now subsurface <laughs> countries, and they're actually going to be okay. under China and uh, what was the other one? Mexico. Mexico they're under those Europe. countries. Okay, so are we have Mexico surrounded by massive ocean because mm -hmm. Europe's much bigger than Mexico. Yes. Uh, underneath the ocean, underneath the ground, underneath mm -hmm. the ocean, we have a big cavern that contains all of Europe. Mm -hmm. Same thing with China and Africa, respectively. China is China, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right. Um, and then the United States, the United States, yeah, uh, the most important, the most important. Well, because the United States is so uh, great, uh -huh. and I love it so much. If you're listening, Polk. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. We're we're spreading those states out all across the world. Oh yeah, I love yeah. this. Let's make the world kind of look like the American flag. <laughs> we have a good quarter of of the of the northwestern hemisphere, just fifty states in a grid, and then the rest, we kind of stretch every other country out into big stripes. I like this. We can kind of the only ocean is going to be between the states, and we're going to need to make some land. Well, actually, maybe like the white can be ocean and the, oh, red, the red can be country. And we kind of stretch that baby out. So now, okay, one big problem with this is that the world is a sphere, I think. So how are we, is this like if you stretch the world out and like flatten it, it, it'll, it would look hypothetically like the U.S. flag? Um, yeah, there's going to be, we're going we're gonna to squish the sphere a little bit so that 
it can be uh, projected 100% accurately onto a flat surface. Okay. Um, Mike, can I get a fact check on that? Can I can I do that to a sphere? Is that can I do that to a sphere? Well, I, hypothetically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mike says it's possible. Okay. Uh, so we're going to kind of contort the Earth in such a way that if I were to take a big old knife and cut it up uh, and make it in flat, it would be the American flag. Okay. Yeah. Um. The yeah. moon gone. <laughs> we don't need it. We're, we don't need it. What do we need it for? No, there will be no more tides because there will be no more oceans. There's going to be, be about seven big old canals. Just seven <laughs> canals. Yeah. So what do you need tides for? Exactly. You know what? We're, I'm broadening my horizons. This is the universe. Oh. There is nothing past uh, the edge of the American flag. Oh, okay. So there's I, no ocean. There's just nothing. There is nothing. There is quite literally nothing. We're gonna if uh, we're playing God here. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it'll still be the size of the Earth. It's just the universe is gonna get quite significantly smaller uh, than it is compared to right now, and it's just kind of kind of the universe is gonna be a bounding box for the new American flag uh, themed Earth. Okay. Yeah. That's all of existence. That's all of reality is just a giant United States flag and presumably some people on the land there. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, the night sky is not only going to be dark, but kind of like not even the absence of light. It's not going to exist. So right. I wonder what we're going to see. Um, I don't actually know what that would look like. Well, we can put something there. Um, like, we have to make sure it's inaccessible, though, because I don't want humans maintaining their kind of, like, drive to, to visit the unknown. Oh, I want right. them to know they're trapped. <laughs> right. So maybe, like... We can put, like, kind of rotating comic strips <laughs> that kind of spin around the Earth uh, okay. in a never-ending cycle of... It will be repeating. It'll repeat every 100,000 years. Whoa. Um, but whenever you look up, you'll kind of see a very slowly panning... Like Garfield strip. <laughs> <laughs> and Mondays as a concept, they don't exist anymore either. We're getting rid of the week. Yeah. We're we're gonna I don't I don't want to interfere too much, so I'm just gonna kinda tell them, hey guys, no more Mondays. <laughs> let's let's promise no more Mondays. Yeah. And we're gonna see what they kinda do with that. Yeah. Um it's now every day. There's no uh the concept of a work week is gone. Because yeah. every day you're going to be out there tilling the fields. That's right. It's, um, it's We call it the flag week. And every day you're going to spend working the flag. Yeah, that's right. Working the flag. Yeah. And say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm working stripe number three this week. What about you? One person is going to work at a tire or is it just yeah. like you're assigned? There are actually, there are only eight people now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. That's not many. And these are, these are still planet diameter flags. I mean, planet diameter stripes. Yeah, so he's got a lot of work to do. Oh, man. A lot of work to he's do. He's going to be there for a couple. They, they're changing days to, to garfs. They measure time and how long it takes for a full garf strip to go overhead. Mm -hmm. And it's about <laughs> what what are currently uh, 73 hours. Every that's, that's one garf. Every 73 hours, a new garf will appear. Right. So, like, to do one strip, it would probably take you, like, Nine or ten garfs, at least. I would say even more than that. Probably I think thousands of garfs for one. Because what are they? They're tilling it. 
every yeah. stripe is just a big field. Who are yeah. they feeding? They're feeding the three people who are in the the state section. They really don't need that much food. That we're having. This no, is, these they're pretty gluttonous. These are Americans. <laughs> this is more farmland than we have on our current Garbo Earth, with eight billion people. Our current what Earth? Our Garbo Earth. It's oh, garbage. Uh, yeah, it's hot garbage. It's a pile of steaming hot shit. Something happened to me in my sleep last night. Yeah. Anderson Cooper came to me in my dreams, and he said, Lily, there's news. Oh. And I said, what, what, Anderson, what are you talking about? He said, Lily, we, they won't let us report this. They're keeping it shut down in CNN headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia. They've, they won't let me out. They're going to kill me. This is my last message. You got to report the news. Okay. okay. Lily, please, please, for Anderson Cooper's sake, tell us. What the news is. Okay. Um, so did you did you see this? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I haven't. I don't think so. <laughs> They're saying close your eyes. They're saying keep your eyes closed. Okay. Don't open them. Okay. They said for the, for, uh, here, I'm reading this from Anderson wrote me. You're uh, reading it? Good God, Lily. Get, what are you doing? No, they Close them. They said I'm okay. They okay. said I'm fine. Okay, that's good. Uh, Anderson says, Anderson gave me this paper that says, uh, they're saying keep your eyes closed or something bad's going to happen. You're going to see something you don't want to see uh, until morning, it says. And now I got this a couple days ago. Okay. Um, but I think it meant now. Right. It means, you know what? Uh, this is magic. And whenever you're listening to this, it starts, okay? And until the next morning, keep your eyes closed. You're going to see something you don't want to see. That's what Anderson told me today. Did you see that? You see this news? No, I've had my eyes closed. Yeah. That's the news. This is a new segment we like to call Lily played RuneScape. Lily did RuneScape this week. Um Tell us about your RuneScape. <laughs> Sorry, I was in a piece of chicken. You're still eating a piece of chicken. Um, Trevor's muted, Mike. I'm all alone now. I'm gonna have to tell you about RuneScape. Um, so I've been doing this this thing in RuneScape called training agility. What I love about RuneScape is like everything builds on each other for very small incremental gains. Um, so I have this objective. My overarching objective right now is to reach 43 prayer level. So I unlock these prayers, which are basically spells that uh, b block all damage from different types. I'm of... done with my chicken now. Okay. Um, they block all damage from different incoming types of attacks. Uh, so 43 prayer, very important level. Uh, and I'm like, I got to train this. How you train prayer? You got to bury bones in a variety of ways. You have to bury bones? Bury bones. You Wait, in a variety a, of ways? Like what kind of ways are you burying bones? Different, well, it's different bones. First of all, you got different size mm. bones. You got different monsters types of bones. Mm. Uh, and then also you can bury them at altars, give you more prayer XP. You can turn them into ghost goo. Uh, uh, bury them at the ghost goo, the ghost goo grinder. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and then that gives you more prayer XP. My plan, once I get all my bones, is I'm going to head into the chaos altar, they call it, and that gives you more prayer XP. But I need to get these these bones. Dragon bones are pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to get dragon bones. How do you get dragon bones? Uh, blue dragons in the Taverly dungeon are pretty good. So I intend to go kill around about 300 blue dragons in the Taverly dungeon. That seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. That'll take me a, a good couple hours. Uh, but there's a problem in that every run between the blue dragons in the bank 
takes like six minutes and you got to do that every like 20 dragon bones because you only have so much inventory space and you got to store all those mm-hmm. so you can take them to the chaos altar oh um and then bury them there uh so i'm like okay there's a shortcut you can unlock that makes it a quicker run to the bank it's only about three minutes saves you about three minutes every run in total will save me about an hour wow. how do you unlock this switch shortcut you need 70 agility how long is 70 agility levels going to take me to get uh, about 25 hours. <laughs> okay. So I'm seeing an issue here. What's the, right what's off the, the issue bat. you see? You're, lo- you're kind of losing a day. A whole day. Yeah. Like a, like an actual real day of your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've, I hear you. Now, are you pursuing this line of uh, of uh, training? I'm almost done. Um, I've spent about uh, 15 hours mm. training agility already. Because it will be useful later is the fun thing. There are more of these shortcuts. It makes your run energy increase faster the higher your agility level is. Um, but now this this means you can run faster for the rest of your time playing this game, right? Yeah, it is a permanent upgrade. So that's the benefit of it. That's why that's why I justify doing this. Is like Not only is it going to save me one hour now on this current goal. It's fucking dying Yeah, sorry. I, uh, that cellar water is making me burp. He just looks like he's writhing in pain. Um... So yeah, I'm training my agility. I spent a long, long time at the Canifus rooftop course. Got my agility set, which uh, is, is a set of clothes that makes your run energy increase um, 30% faster. Mm. Uh, that's It's just these incremental gains that take absurd amounts of time to take. I made this one friend uh, while we were running the Canifus course. We were talking for like four hours because we were both running for four hours. I discovered if you sit and play consistently for six hours or more, it'll send a message that says, hey, you should get up. Oh, really? Sends a message in chat and says, hey, you've been going for a while. Maybe stand up. <laughs> How often do you get these messages? This is the first time I've gotten it. Oh, well, that's good. Because um, this one was just, I started at like 9 p.m. And I just kept going until like 4 a.m. I was just, I was watching movies and I was clicking. You just click green boxes. Your character runs there. They jump automatically. You click the next green box. Barely move your mouse at all. That's agility training. So why, okay, here's my question. Yeah. Why play this game and watch a movie when you could focus your full attention just on, on the film? Why, why click the green boxes? What, what makes you get up every day, open your laptop, navigate to the RuneScape, uh, is it a website? It's like the client. You can, you can play web only, but I oh, have okay. the RuneLite client. This the real depressing thing is this is the not getting seventy agility but getting the graceful outfit which takes about sixty agility. Um, is this is the second time I've done that in a year, and when I'm about halfway there, and I'm like I did this six months ago on a different account. They re- that was probably my lowest point in a while. So you've you've done this twice now. Yeah, I the graceful set's done. Now I'm at sixty one agility. I hope to never do it again in my life, but I know I will. <laughs> at yeah. some point it sounds like you have a problem this is a this is a, this is a full calendar day of your life gone yeah here's a fun question okay um about runescape xp so i'm trying to get 70 agility which you know from my starting point of one to 70 is going to take me about 25 hours yes of running agility what do you think the halfway point to 99 the max agility level is for all skills the max level is 99 what level do you think is halfway of the amount of xp you need well just doing some simple math, mm-hmm. I'd say that the halfway point was a little less than 50. Um, you're so, so wrong. It's embarrassing. Really? It is 92. That's the, ha- that's the halfway. Halfway to maximum XP, 
we know it takes about 24 hours to get 70 to 70 agility. 70 agility is maybe a quarter of the way to 92. Um, and then 92 is halfway to 99. Okay. So you spend like 100 or so hours getting to 92. You got another 100 hours to go until 99. Um, I've, if anyone knows RuneScape, they might be laughing at me. And me, these numbers could be comically small <laughs> for how long agility will actually take. But agility is very long to train. It's very slow compared to some other skills. I see. What are some other skills? Um, the fastest one and the one I hate and is useless is fire making. You can get fire making to 99 in about 60 hours. Um, and I, and I, how many hours? Wait, say that again? 60. Oh, yeah. Just a breeze. Yeah, Easy. With, it's uh, the fastest you could do it. Oh, my gosh. Um, there are... Well, I play... It's going to be a long RuneScape segment, but I'm having fun. <laughs> I play a Iron Man account, which is where you can't use, like, trade... And there's like a global trade system thingy mm. that's not that doesn't isn't allowed. Um, so you have to get every item yourself, which is more fun for me. But what some people do, like for training fire making, you just buy like forty thousand logs at the grand exchange, and then you burn them all, and it takes like eight hours. But then you have ninety nine fire making. But I have to chop the logs myself because uh, I can't use the grand exchange. What do you do with fire making? Nothing. That's why I hate it. It's useless beyond having a number that says 99 on your account, which is what a lot of people are looking for. So, but you can make fire the same, or can, like, if you're 99 fire making, can you just, like, make a fire appear? Just, like, bam. No, you still need a log. You get a cape that gives you an infinite light source, uh, and you need light sources occasionally for various tasks, like going in caves. So, like, a flashlight? Yeah, but there are, like, the torches you can just get. It will stay that's, lit already. That's the British word for it. Flashlight. Is a... Oh, a torch. Yeah, it is a British game. The thing that really trips me up about that is the quests will say the first floor of Lumbridge Castle, but in stupid fucking England, first floor means second floor. So I'm looking around for hours trying to find what? something on the first floor Seems of, like a lot of Lumbridge the, Castle. A lot of the numbers are off on this RuneScape game. What's well, a Oh, like halfway... Yeah, no, that one really messed with me. I was very upset because they call it like the, like the ground floor and then the first floor, but like ground and one are the same thing. It's like it's like okay, let's say in RuneScape, is there a fishing mini game in RuneScape? Oh, you know it. Fishing yeah, of course skill. There is. There's the fishing trawler if, mini game. Okay, let's say I'm playing the fishing trawler mini game. Okay, and I catch sixty fish. Okay, and then I fry those fish up. Yeah, using, for my crewmates using the cooking skill sure using the cooking skill yep. am i only gonna have i'm gonna somehow i'm gonna have like uh like five fish right well uh some of them will burn there will be a oh, burn okay. chance and burnt fish are useless you can just drop those so uh what fish are you fishing here yeah uh trout okay trout is gonna be 15 fishing uh i want to say 15 cooking to cook a trout um so you're fi if you're fishing up trout, you're cooking trout at level 15 for both. You're going to burn about 50% of your trout. So you're going to. I'm losing half my trout. At the start, your cooking level will go up quickly, and you'll start to burn less trout. Um, so it uh, you'll probably you'll probably get about 40. Well, now trout. I feel bad because I'm I'm what I'm taking this potential food source out of the local ecosystem, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm just what I'm burning it. There are going to be seals looking up at me like, hey, what the fuck, man? That could have been my lunch, and you just you just burnt it. The other week, I was training my uh, strength and magic levels, and the easy way to do this is to kill sand crabs. 
uh, because they have high health and they don't hit you very hard. And you can just click on one and then kind of look away for 10 minutes and then they lose aggro and you gotta click again. Uh, and I did this for 20, 30 hours, get my strength and, and magic and attack levels up. Uh, I killed thousands of sand crabs. Thousands? And it was so hard to find an open spot for sand crabs because so many people are killing thousands of sand crabs. <laughs> it's a very common training spot. I had to spend like minutes and minutes looking around, trying to find an open sand crab. So literally billions of sand crabs probably have died. <laughs> This is a horrible massacre that's occurring in the uh, in the uh, online realm of RuneScape, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, people don't talk about that, but so, so many of so many different things. Goblins are the first enemy most people are going to kill because they're very close to the spawn area. I don't know if they've released the stats on how many total goblins have been slain. I would guess it's it's in multi-trillions. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, gee, this is terrible. Now, goblins, do goblins have... Families, home lives, wives, oh, yeah. children. There's a quest about helping a goblin family. And they don't explain why you should kill them. They're not even like an evil force. They just live there. <laughs> they don't even attack you. So these are just, so what you're playing is like Europeans in RuneScape? Yeah, essentially. Uh, I don't know the exact lore. It might literally be that. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you about who we think the most important dog in history is. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you, who do you, let's start with your idea. Cause you've probably thought about this. My first thought, and I think we talked about this a little bit, uh, on our own, uh, was the dog Balto. That was the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. I think he's not, I'm sure there's been a more important dog, but like, sure. Cause let's hear about Balto. Balto uh, well, I don't know the exact story. Here's kind of the story. Mm-hmm. There, there were some people, this is in an Alaskan town, um, and they were sick. They were really sick, and they needed this medicine. Uh, but, oh no, there's a snowstorm. How, how are we going to get through on the sleds? Uh, well, guess what, folks? Let me introduce you to a dog uh, named Balto. Balto was a sled dog who... Uh, I guess, I, I don't know what he, I, I think he had a red nose or something and he got, he got them through the snowstorm <laughs> is the point. And he saved this whole town, uh, from probably death, utter death. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a statue of the dog Balto in Central Park and I've, I've seen it. I've seen this dog statue, uh, as a child with my brother. I think we spent like three or four hours walking around Central Park to find this dog. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of hours. I know. Oh, you were specifically looking for the dog and you couldn't find it. Yeah. Okay. I've uh, pulled up a, a list of the, the the most important dogs. Okay. To give myself some reference here. Balto is on here. Now, Balto, he, it's because, well, because Balto isn't like a, a smart dog necessarily. Balto just knows how to get a group of other sled dogs through a storm. Mm-hmm. You know, which is an important skill for dogs to have, but I wouldn't argue that he is the most important dog in history, um, simply because he only saved that one town. You have to save at least like a state to be a significant animal, in my opinion. Yeah, I I don't know that any dogs are good. They're all bad. <laughs> like, like that's I, not what I've heard. I'm looking at this list. 
of dogs, of important dogs. My thought was, I forget his freaking name. I was going to say the dog that uh, went into space. Yeah. That Soviet dog. I think this this list is pretty American-centric because that dog is not on here, uh, which he, he should, like, we got fucking Toto from The Wizard of Oz. Here's a dog named Rags. Um, he became a war hero. A lot of these dogs, I'm sure, are war criminals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Several police dogs. Here's Bud Nelson. Uh... The first dog to cross the United States in an automobile. See, that's not important. What? Get out. <laughs> the first dog to cry. I guess that's something. I. It's not even something that I would consider to like mark in history. No, I want a dog that like made something. Now, if if this dog that traveled the United States drove himself, it's alongside his his human. That doesn't count. No, he just no. sat there. It's the same thing as sitting in a house for a while, only it's moving. That's very true. Here's the target dog, the OG target dog, pal. That's a pretty important dog, I'd say. I could see it. Why is he, why would, why did he became the target? He was just an actor. It's another actor. He was in the Little Rascals. Who, who cares? Not the original Little Rascals, I assume. In, like the remake, probably. In, in 1930. What? I don't know how old, I think that's the original Little, little Rascals. He's that's an really, old, old dog. He's, wow. he's not around anymore. Good riddance. Yeah, that bastard. He sold me some bad eggs. <laughs> <laughs> was the dog? Was the dog pal? Target dog mascot pal? He was your cashier. Yeah, he was. He um, he checked me out and everything. He wouldn't accept. I had a coupon. He wouldn't accept one of my coupons. Oh. And I got really mad at him. Um, was 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 it your fault? Like, was the coupon expired and you got really mad at this employee? I mean, I got, I had gotten it like a while ago. But I still think it should have went through. Okay. It was, it was he, was, for, he was telling you no, it doesn't. It didn't go through. It was a, it was a two for one on a twelve pack of Coke, and I was throwing a party, mm. and I didn't want to spend the extra five ninety nine on the yeah. other pack of Coke. Yeah. And but the dog wouldn't accept it. The target dog pal. Yeah. He should be on the list of the worst dogs. I ever. agree. Let me see if that exists. Worst dogs ever. I feel like this is gonna be dog breeds. I don't want. Yeah, this is all the worst dog breeds. I want the worst individual dogs. Now, let me make an argument for my dog, why my dog is the most important dog in history. Okay. My dog, his name is Bailey. Hmm. He is a, a cross breed of, um, I think, a Lab and a Jack Russell. Um, and he has... What is he done? He okay. My dog loves. He absolutely loves a cheese product. Okay. We're can talking. You, can you say? Or are we not sponsored? We don't want to give him. Well, free this is, no. This is. I'm talking all cheese. Any product uh, that is cheesy. I thought you meant a, a particular cheese product. We all know it. We all love it. Craft uh, singles, ladies and gentlemen. Craft singles, everybody. Hey, that's that's. Uh, reference episode one. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't get that reference, you're gonna want to go back and listen to episode one of the podcast. Give episode one a re-listen if it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just like craft singles, and so does my dog. Mm. Um, as well as other cheese items. Um, my dog was eating so much cheese. This is like uh, giant pallets we were having delivered to our house. Oh, wow. They had to drive a forklift down the street with a pallet of Kraft Single Cheeses 
So they were once flying off. Oh no! Um, All the neighborhood dogs would would try to sc- loop up, loop would try to scoop up the scraps. They would. They would all come running out. Um, but then, luckily, my dog would get the majority of the cheese because mm-hmm. he lo- and he would just he would get there and he would start munching. Um, and there would be like he would sort of make a little cheese tunnel, and he would go to the center of the pallet and then sort of just eat out from there. Oh wow! He was very methodical, honestly. Uh, but he he ordered so much cheese that the craft company was like, "Hey, we have to, you know, we have to make this. We have to make this more for dogs." <laughs> so they yeah. started putting big chunks of uh, beef in the cheese. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's. You know what? Your dog might be on the list of the worst dogs in history. No, that's a lie. <laughs> I like the beef chunks. If it caused that, your dog's going going down. Is your dog still alive? My dog is still alive, yes. Not anymore. <laughs> He's got... You know what's funny about my dog? Wait, what? Did you just <laughs> say you killed my dog? I'm sorry. Well, consider it done. Okay. But anyways. Um, my dog has these big lumps on his side because mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of older um, and he eats a lot, I guess. So it's these big like fat deposits. Yeah. And he's all lumpy and stuff. And he my walks... dog had these as well. Yeah. Oh, really? It's like, I didn't know this was a common thing and well, dogs she, she was very fat and she had a lot of weird lumps yeah I'm cute when they're lumpy yeah they waddle they walk around you can like go up and rub the bump <laughs> Say, hey 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 boy how you doing today call my dog bump. fatso we called <laughs> her me her name was layla we called her largo <laughs> that's mean uh, we called her bullying your dog <laughs> oh my gosh well it was she i mean she this wasn't in a body shaming sort of way um, more of an acceptance. So your dog didn't develop bulimia or anorexia or anything. No, That's uh, she she died of. She actually didn't. We we always expect her to die of some product of her obesity. Mm-hmm. Um, she died of just regular bog standard kidney failure. Could happen to anybody. <laughs> so wow. she was really uh really misdirecting you. Yeah, she got us. She got us good. You used to be able to peel carrots straight into her mouth, which was fun. She would eat literally anything, though. She ate her veggies. <laughs> like you would... Okay. I don't know why I was going to ask a question that's fairly straightforward. You would peel the carrots <laughs> into her you mouth. You hold the carrot, you go, it goes right into her mouth. Would she eat the carrots whole, too? Uh, oh, yeah, if you let her. But this was just like, if I was peeling carrots, then I needed to dispose of the... If I was peeling carrots, then I needed to dispose of the of the, of the, the skins. Go straight to old fatso's mouth. You know what my dog likes was uh he he always used to he doesn't do it as much nowadays but he likes uh, fingernails and toenails. Jesus, like fucking, this dog yeah. is evil. <laughs> no, my <laughs> dog is dog, fantastic. It put beef chunks in cheese. It eats fingernails and toenails. Well, not like not like off of you. Like he won't go up. He won't run up to you and start eating your toes. Where or is anything. he getting them? Is he going to the hospital and be no, like, "You guys got like, any extra?" <laughs> Yeah, he goes to um, all the local uh, 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 nail places, like the salons or whatever. Oh my god, nail salons! Yeah, and he uh, go, he he'll just walk around um, and try and, and and he'll eat the the scrap bucket full of nails. This is that they have. Oh my god! He'll just start munching. One of the worst <laughs> images I've ever in. in, 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 in <laughs> No, but like if if I'm in the house and I start, you know, cutting my nails as actually I should now. Look at that, gross. Um, 
I got dirt under there. Uh, they, don't, they don't look that bad. But if if I was like for the viewers, we got five or six inches nails. Yeah, for the listeners, I five or six inches. Yeah, we got about eight or nine inches. Not that bad. I can actually touch Lily from across the table with just my nail. I don't want to think about that. I'm gonna scratch you. Oh. Are you ready? Ouch! Yow! Oof! Ah! Uh, oh god! Oh god! What'd you put in there? Oh my god! It's infected. Yeah, <laughs> the wound's infected. Oh Jesus Christ! It's <laughs> boiling. It's bubbling up. Oh my god! Why is it turning black? Why is my blood? Why is my blood black? <laughs> uh, but if I were to cut these nails, which I wouldn't, because uh, yeah, I wouldn't let my dog eat these nails because he would die because of the poison I put in him. Right. Yeah. Um. But if if he heard me cutting them, he would just run over. He'd be like, "Seriously, this is true." Yeah. Wow. Um. And then he'd just sit there, and I would I'll feed him. Um. And we if if he's not around, or if we're like on a trip or something, we'll clip them into a bag and we'll save them. Uh, and then if he's outside barking, we'll sh- we'll shake the big bag in nails <laughs> and we'll bring him in. Is this part real? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but that's really, that's really horrifying and awful, and I want your dog gone. Please don't kill my dog. I won't do it, but, uh... I think, no. I think time might, might beat you to killing gonna, my dog, I'm gonna so. feel bad when your dog dies now, and we're gonna have an episode of the podcast that week, and you're gonna be like, yes, my dog died. Yeah. Uh, just for the bit, it, I'm gonna have to rejoice. It'll be a... <laughs> It'll be a, well, it could be a celebration of his life. When my dog dies, we'll do a kind of a, uh, in celebration of, um, eulogy for him. Nice. I was applying to jobs yesterday and I applied to this, uh, Percy Jackson camp. I want to perform as a, as a God and they hit you with swords and stuff. Like it's a really cool sounding camp. I wish I got to do it as a child. It's like you play at, at a camp Half-Blood. The hit camp for Mercury Orton, and then you, they're like do LARPing basically. That sounds fun. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm gonna get it. It is also in Massachusetts. Oh, I don't think they're gonna pay me enough to relocate. True. What? Which god would you like to be though? Um, of the options they gave, Hermes sounds kind of fun because I would like to move really fast <laughs> is that they give you the actual magic <laughs> shoes yeah i'm imagining that you do get the powers of a god that would be nice yeah from this job i think if i were to choose to be any god mm-hmm. i would choose the christian god <laughs> seems pretty powerful because also that's kind of three in one if you're choosing the christian god you get the, that's true you're the father you're the son you're the spirit yeah, your father, son, Holy Ghost. That's a three in one. That's true. That's a good deal. Um, so if you get it, you should ask them to be the Christian God instead. <laughs> Is he the most powerful God? You know of any more powerful gods? I feel like I'm not up to date. I feel like the Jewish rendition of the Christian God might be stronger. Well, really, that's uh, yeah, that's true. Just kind of yeah, the re- it's a remix. Well, the Christian one was a remix. Yeah. Well, because um, they got, because like he was kind of brutal. I say he, this is yeah, a no, nondescript yeah. entity. Uh, he, him, the male God. <laughs> <laughs> the male God. The male God. It was pretty brutal in the Old Testament. They kind of nerfed him. That's true. Uh, when we moved into into the pure Christian status. Because uh, that was, because he, he, the old Old Testament God, he flooded the whole world. He, he killed millions probably of people. Yeah. He killed, he killed 
uh, everyone except for Sean Bean, Emma Watson. Uh, I want to say the the guy from Percy Jackson, but I don't think he. That was that's right. I don't know. Looking up the cast real quick because I want to know. This is in 2014. That feels much longer ago. My phone fucking died. Actually, <laughs> that's really funny. It's legitimately we're, fully died. We're never gonna know now. Nope. Well, write us in. Write in, everybody, and let us know who was in Noah, the 2014 film. All right, let's 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 move on to a new topic. This week's advice question comes from Spencer from Waxhaw, North Carolina, and it is... What's Spencer, what's Spencer got for us? This week, Spencer is having trouble finding an apartment. Um, do we have any advice for him on that? Okay, before... We answered your question, Spencer. I need, uh, we got to have a talk with our listeners. Uh, I'm going to come clean with you guys. Both of these questions have been us calling various family members and friends um, to give us advice because I spent all this time making a Gmail account. Uh, they make you pay for Gmail accounts now. I had to, it was $200 I had to pay to make this Gmail account. Uh, and I made that. It's just sitting there. It's empty, guys. It's empty. It's, it's barren. It's devoid of emails. So if you have a question, drop us an email all that in a glass of water at gmail.com. Please, please. Please. We oh need my God. your questions. We ran out of siblings to call. We're we, all out, folks. We, we, they, and they don't even really want the advice. I don't think my sister Amy, whose question we answered last time, has listened. Will your brother listen? I don't know. He might be homeless forever. Oh, God. They need to hear this advice, you guys. And we need... Dedicated listeners who have hard questions to answer. That's right. To, uh, and if you write in, you will have a 100% chance of being on the podcast. You'll have a, yes, that's right. 100% chance. We will get to your question. Um, probably. Um, if you email us now as you're listening, a question, we'll answer it next week. Almost certainly, yeah. You, could, you, you the listener, could have influence on this podcast. Isn't that just incredible? That's insane. You know what? I'll make a second promise for you. Okay. You'll be, uh, we're going to send you money. Oh my gosh, folks. How much money? Uh, you'll just have to find out. Put your Venmo in the email and I'll send you a dollar. The first, the first 10 people to email will get a dollar from me. Wow. That's a promise. Okay. <laughs> uh, bribing our listeners. This is a good idea. No, I don't want to think... say that because this feels embarrassing. No, you can pay the first 10 people. That's just so sad, though. Like, what if we keep doing this and, like, anyone actually listens and that's, like... It's going to take... Had to bribe people. <laughs> if it takes two years to get 10 people to email us. Uh, I'll up the bounty. Yeah? If we don't have any by... No, I can't say that because then no one will do it because, like, the Powerball, no one wants to win early. <laughs> uh, never mind. You get a dollar if you email right now. So but this week's question is... Uh, I can't find an apartment to live in. What what do you do? Okay. Um, we, I imagine, have both done this pretty recently. We're college students. We're moving yeah. about. Oh, yeah. I went on an apartment hunt. We kind of just took, uh, I think it was the third one we looked at. Mm -hmm. We toured a couple. I believe it was the third one just because it was cheap. Mm -hmm. That's about it. It, just, it was cheap and it looked okay. You okay. Got, you got and that, that was your that was your whole. Pr it was cheap and it looked okay. Um. Yeah. It, well, it had. Here's a couple things you want to look out for. How many people are you living with? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, get them involved in the process. You, I think you want to find your roommates before you find your house because the roommates that come with the house are bad. Really? Yeah, they... Uh, some of them get stuck <laughs> in the wall. Oh, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, and yeah. then they won't pay rent because they're like, oh, I'm trapped. I can't I'm even trapped. leave. Oh, my arm, my arm fell off. Uh, yeah, they're always doing that shit. Um, oh, I'm almost out of water. It's uh. a question for Spencer. Do you, do you know where, where your apartment needs to be? Are you looking for an apartment near a college? Are you looking for an apartment in a, near a job? Uh, what amenities do you want? Toilet. Uh, windows. These are all things you're going to want to tell your... Also another thing you're going to want to get uh, one of those people that tour houses on the TV shows. You're going to want to call up HGTV mm-hmm. and say, I'm looking for an apartment. I don't want to flip one. I don't want to renovate one. That's right. I just need someone to sh- bring a camera crew and show me uh, a cheap, cheap apartments. Can you hear that? Yeah. Sir, please, sir. Sir, don't do it. Don't don't kill me. You're breathing down my neck. You're trying to kill me. I'm trying to find you the best price on the best apartment with apartments.com. Please don't kill me. I just want to find you a good apartment with apartments.com. Use apartments.com. That's a that's a good advice. You got any apartments with uh with holes in the walls? I'm gonna put a filter here. Uh while you're looking over my shoulder with a knife to my throat, I'm here on my I'm here on my work laptop or in my office here at the apartment.com headquarters. I'm gonna head over to apartment.com. We're gonna put in the filter, a hole in the wall. Oh, would you look at that? We got 18 matches uh, for apartment.com apartments in your in your area. Hot babes there too. There are hot babes. Uh, which one of these strikes your fancy? Uh, this one has a sort of tube. <laughs> this one. <laughs> this one has a sort of tube network. It's an apartment building with fifty apartments, and there are holes with mirrors in them that allow you to look into every single building, every every apartment in the entire building. You can see from one control panel area. Um, it's only six hundred a month, uh, and it comes with a in-unit laundry. I'll give you seven hundred thousand dollars for it. Okay, I'm kind of just the agent here. You're, you're, you would give that to the uh, leasing company, to the landlord of this uh, particular building. Uh, my services are free. I am doing this under duress. Take me to the apartment. All right. Are you gonna be in one of the? I want you to be there. I want I want to look through my hole in the wall and see you on the other side. We settled on a hell of a bit. Um yeah, I'll uh uh my daughter lives there. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, yeah, my yeah. Uh and You're not gonna tell her, are you? That I'm there. No. Uh no, she my daughter Found her apartment with apartments.com. <laughs> Did she get it for a cheap price? She got it for one of the best prices you're going to find. All right, should we, because 
you know what she did? She did price matching. <laughs> she found it for cheaper uh, from a different website, and Apartments.com matched that price. Uh, and you could do the same if you you know what here's my promise to you if you find an apartment with someone sexier we'll move you there for free that's an incredible deal that's right apartments.com where your life matters is that our outro music um Okay, folks. It's it's looking like that's going to be all for today's podcast. I just like to say I'm sorry. Don't say that. It was good. And I I, I hope you'll join us next week. Um, well, we'll have less chicken. We're going to have real water. Uh, we promise there will be real water next we're week. We're both going to be replaced uh, <laughs> by random two random individuals so go ahead and email us and you could be one of those yeah um, there's a lot of stuff you need to email us for i'm still waiting on relationship applications um all right sorry sorry questions. you got none of those yeah it's fine yeah. um we do need your questions primarily and then also if you want to be a host uh for next week uh i have been your host lily i'm trevor we'll see you next week folks goodbye sleep tight This is a segment, folks, uh, where we slap each other.